Saturday night, no, Friday night, Jesus Christ, my brain. Anyways, I'm sitting here with Dichroma, not Dichroma, as we're going to get into now, all the way from Toronto, Ontario. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm hot. It's warm here today, boys, I tell you. Oh, where are you? I'm in Saskatchewan. Oh, right on. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like 38 degrees here today. What? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's hot. It's like 35 in my room that I do this shit in. We have no air conditioning, so it's wow. been a long week, fellas. It's a little bit of a, a heat wave, as they say. I suppose the bastards, but it's a dry heat, right? It's fine. <laughs> that should be okay. Yeah, as a as a fat man, I do not like to be hot. I'd rather take a Saskatchewan winter because it's easier for me to warm up than cool down. That's, That's right. It's easier. It's easier to shed heat. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well. Well, it's a bit shooty in Toronto these days, so I don't, I'm not sure if I would if I would trade the heat for the murders. It's it's a toss up. Is, is it getting bad up there? What? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not. Well, I mean, we should be clear. It's not like Regina territory, right? Regina. That's that's Regina. where I'm at. Regina. Oh, is bad. it really? Okay. Well, I take it all back. So, it's it's hot and shooty where you are. It is. It's a it's a bit shooty here. We're we're uh, rising in in the numbers of um, the, uh, the highest homicides. Yeah, I think like the most this year. Um, uh, or no, last year. This year, it seems like um, it's a little bit, a little bit maybe down, and it might be just because everyone's staying you know, home. Yeah, there's this pandemic <laughs> thing going on. I heard about maybe kept kept people inside. Yeah, what's all yeah. that about? I've heard <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't, people just keep avoiding me when I when I keep walking yeah, up real close. Like, I just saying, hey, what's wrong with you? Why do you keep walking away from me? I just want to talk close. Yeah, I just want to talk very loudly and very closely to you. What's the matter with you? Yeah, it's very strange. I want to be in very yeah, um, yeah. Weird times. Huh? I mean, it's 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 all the stuff that's going on in the world. It seems like um, I don't know. Twenty twenty. It it just seems like it's all come to a head. You know, we got, I think, like, uh, September is the American elections, I think, right? Coming up? Is that September? I thought, see, I, was, I thought it was November. November. Yeah, yeah, November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so they're trying still... to do whatever they can to uh, to not have that happen. <laughs> election or not, not get yeah, over to, the pandemic? Yeah. Well, both, probably. <laughs> to not have the election and not get over the yeah, pandemic. Right. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I, I just... Um, <clears throat> the it, It's weird, because I've, I've been sort of... Um, I wouldn't say I'm a student of history, but I'm but I'm moderately well read, and okay. uh, you know the the whole thing around there being the possibility of a pandemic has been a reality, right? For mm-hmm. for years and years and years, and scientists have been saying it's going to come back, and you know it was a thing in 1918, but we we live in this interesting sort of bubble where. Mm-hmm. Um, the fallacy of normalcy comes along. And I think people just can't believe that something bad can happen to them. That's right. Yeah. And I, one of my friends was joking with me and she was saying like, Hey, you know, you're curiously calm with all this pandemic stuff. And I couldn't figure out why. And then I realized it was just because the world finally caught up with you and you've been here all along. And I was kind of like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
but uh, it's just interesting to think that, like, you know, like, it's it, it's a bit like 9-11, I think, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except, that, except that it's almost like 9-11 was this short, sharp shock, and, and people, they I think they just kind of had this idea that that's not the world they lived in. And then, right. you know, lived in this sort of bubble of consistency and everything making perfect sense. And then this crazy thing happened. Yeah. And it, you know, except that with, with the whole pandemic thing, at least for a while, I mean, I think things are kind of calming down. I think people are kind of get their heads around a little bit now. Um, although I think also think tired of it and that's another issue, but that's, yeah, I think that's the biggest problem now is that people are getting a little bit wore out from all this shit. And with that, of course, more cases are popping up all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's a crazy thing to think like there's, I think it's because people create narratives in their head mm-hmm. and the narrative that we had around nine 11 is that, you know, that kind of stuff can't happen to us. And then, you know, all of a sudden it really did. It really did happen to us. Right. And in tell, because the you, people were booted out of that fantasy space because the only way they could sort of articulate how they were feeling about it is to say like, it was like, it was something in a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was like, it was something in a movie because that was, 100%. that's the only place they inner that they were, that they experienced that kind of craziness. That's right. Um, but but yeah, with the whole pandemic, I think that I think that's what happens, right? People people have this this narrative in their heads that like, oh, okay, it's gonna be really bad for a while, and then things are gonna get better, and things were okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's the virus hasn't changed, and you know we don't have a meaningful resistance to it, and we don't have a vaccine to it. So what has changed? Yeah, you they know? don't have the they don't have a super solid treatment yet. You yeah, know, to even yeah. give you a little bit of a I don't know. I mean. I, I'm just trying to not get on a fucking ventilator. That's all I know. Right? I don't want yeah, that to happen. You know? I'm yeah. right with you. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, yeah. I, I got, I got two high risk kids here too. So, I mean, I don't want to, I'm not really? going to do nothing to fucking pass anything on. You know what I mean? So it's all, it's all good with me. I'm, I'm fine to just, you know, I'm, I'm a fairly antisocial person <laughs> as it is. So oh, same, when, same here. well, there yeah, you go, guys, also. the yeah. three of us together are going to make it through this shit. And, uh, I remember when Trudeau said, on the news, he's like, I'm going to ask you, you know, you got to stay home and social distance and this and that. I was like, fuck, buddy, you got it. Yeah. Now I have a legit excuse to be a fucking yeah. shut-in. That's, That's right. No, you're I'm not just a saving, I'm saving the future, the guys. I'm keeping you guys safe yeah. here. Yeah. Doing your part. Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, not too. a fucking loser. It's fine. Yeah, that's right. You're just, you're just ahead of the curve. You're thinking ahead. Good for mm. you. Yeah. Right. And on the plus side from, from, from the, you know, music perspective, it's like mm-hmm. we... We dropped the EP basically oh, yeah. right at the start, yeah. but because I suddenly had all this free time, I was able to sort of explore trying to, you know, figure out how to try and get it out there and stuff. You know, it's been a, it's been a slow process from that perspective. Yeah. You know what though? Like you guys, you guys are fucking good though. Like that's the thing. I, I get a lot of I get a lot of submissions and I I mean I get like a lot of good submissions too but like when I heard you guys I was like holy shit like it's it's right in my wheelhouse for sure I thought everything oh, really? about that EP was fucking perfect oh yeah hundred percent that's pretty dope we, we uh... all over his eyes Paul yeah, yeah you well, <laughs> fooled fall. me no. yeah. <laughs> yeah we um yeah we we I don't know we're just a couple assholes you know working I dig make, it. make uh, music in my bedroom but um. That I, I I think you know personally I mean I, I like those songs. Um, it, it's interesting that like the 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 theme Aaron was pointing this out. He was like you know if we really wanted to we could kind of pretend that we wrote this you know in 2020. 
because the story is like these songs have been kicking around. We've, we've got a whole ton of them and they've been kicking around for years and years and years. And, and Aaron and I, we can never finish a project. Right. So we're constantly like, you know, we never, we, we never get into and actually finish recording something. We'll, we'll finish a song. It's like 90% of the way there. And then something else is like, Ooh, something shiny over here. And we'll go off. and. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So we just kind of resolved to, to instead of trying to write a bunch of albums, we'll just release a bunch of EPs because I think like we can work on groups of three songs at a time mm -hmm. and, and polish them and just get them done. And, and, uh, with technology, the way it is these days, we can do that, you know, pretty much in, in my home studio. Um, you guys did all the, uh, the mastering and mixing and all that at yourself. No. So that, yeah, that's the, the thing that we thought, um, this was the plan. This just, I think this occurred to me one day in the back of a taxi and I was probably drunk. I called up Aaron at 4am or something, but <laughs> the, the, the idea is, I think the technology is at a point where you can do adequate recording yes. and uh, ranging. And, you know, if you're if you're using synths and all that kind of business, you can program that stuff. You can do all that stuff at home. But then when mm -hmm. it comes to mixing, that's that's where I think, you know, we talk about how the, the home studio is like killed the recording studio. And it's kind of true for a lot of stuff. But for me mixing and mastering is where you want an expert to do it and you want them to do it with like, you know, top end gear in a top end studio. Right. Uh, so, so that was our plan. We, 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 that was our experiment. We said, are we going to, we're going to try to record all of this um, with best a reasonable investment. <laughs> oh, sorry. What were you saying here? As, as best we can. Yeah. As best we can, because that's it. We were horrible <laughs> musicians. I should point that out. Like we're really, <laughs> really crappy at our, at our crap. Um, Spoken like a true musician. There you four go. Four minutes of guitar on there is probably about five hours of recording. <laughs> for yours, a lot of takes. Yeah, for mine. Yeah, yeah. But that. So I mean, you know, we're. I, I'm. I'm okay to be very transparent about this because for me, the <laughs> it's the end product that matters. I mean. Oh yeah. You nobody. Know, nobody gives a shit about the process. Yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. I mean, assuming that the process isn't doesn't un unduly influence the product because right. I think it's I should say that I should say the listener listening to the end result doesn't care yeah. about how you got yeah. there. I care yeah. about the process. I'm a fellow musician. I get it. Sure. That okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you get it. <laughs> um, but you know, like, I don't know. What's it? My favorite example of this is like, people always say like, Oh, special effects and movies suck. No man. Everything's computer graphics. The best movie ever was that Mad Max Fury Road thing. You know, because it didn't use any special effects. Actually, dude, it was full of special effects. Full of special you, effects. Yeah, like green screen all over the place, computer graphics everywhere. But you didn't notice because because they used the technology in in a way where the product wasn't shaped by it. That's right. Yeah. So. Phantom Menace. <laughs> Phantom, <laughs> Phantom Menace. That's right. Phantom Actually, there's, there's a lot of sets in that one too, apparently. But you know. People there is, but I mean, it, but that's that's actually a perfect <laughs> example, right? It's it's a place where they said we're just gonna we're gonna film everything in the studio, and the actors are not gonna interact with anything real, and then we'll just put it all in later. And you know, I don't know if you're a fan of Star Wars or not, but you, even the most diehard fans of Star Wars have got to admit that those movies lacked a certain kind of oomph that mm -hmm. the first three did, right? Because everything was practical. Yeah. So. So for me, I mean, I'll be very transparent about this. We we record the shit out of this stuff, and it's all done here. And in you know, in some cases, like we try to be we try to be true. Like if there's if there's a, a you know if we record one of the guitars and it's not 
perfect, you know, we'll wind up redoing. And that's why there's a lot of, a lot of work in there. Right. Um, but you know, if it requires correction, we'll correct it a little bit. You know, if it requires some retiming, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. It, a lot of the guitar takes are, are, you know, multiple takes that have been patched together. Mm-hmm. Um, the vocals all go in and, you know, we, we were actually, you know, I invested in a fairly decent digital interface and a fairly decent microphone, but nothing crazy. And then, okay. you know, we, we totally hacked up like a recording booth so that, you know, my neighbors don't come over and strangle me and <laughs> um, we'll, we'll like loop the vocals. Right. So when we record the vocals, it's, you know, take it, do it, do a verse and then take like, do like 50 takes of the verse and then mm-hmm. go in and choose the best take. And, you know, I, I'm not shy about that being, you know, part of the process because I think like the, the, it, it's not about that. It, what, yeah. It's about, yeah, it's the destination guys. That's all yeah, but we, we definitely try, we're, we're, purposely and definitely avoiding copying and pasting it's like oh yeah i got a perfect take here and then uh-huh. you know, fly it in 10 different places everything is basically a like a, an actual performance so good uh, for you because a lot of people would just cut it and paste it together and punch in and whatever shit like that so good you should hear you. my demos that's what they're <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, oh, go ahead, Aaron. And, 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 and we're obviously, we're not fans of auto-tune, so we definitely try to avoid, you know, that being yeah. a requirement and, and that type of thing. So I don't, I, I don't like that glossy kind of effect that auto-tune has. And yeah. I find it, especially with, with like hard rock and heavy metal and, and, and anything sort of, you know, leaning in that direction, auto-tune just sounds extremely out of place. It yeah, just it does. it doesn't work for me. So it kind of depends on the amount of auto tune, though, too, right? Like, I mean, I'll, I'll conf- there's there's a couple. So for me, where I will use a little bit of pitch correction, because because the again, it's it's whether or not it affects the product. Mm-hmm. So for me, if there's got to be harmonies that have to be, you know, locked right in, and those harmonies are going to be mixed lower, then sometimes I'll go in, and if I think I have a good take, like that, that's it, right? It's a tool to be used judiciously. So if you've got <laughs> yeah a really good take and like, Oh man, this sounds so good, but the, it just trails off a little bit and it gets a little pitchy at the end. Cause it's like a long sustaining note or something. Who cares? Just, just fix it a little bit. You just know? fix it's, it a bit. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's not going to take away from the overall. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I think it's, it's realistic to do that. Um, but, but like Aaron says, you know, I think there's, there's a tendency with all the technology now and, you know, by, by no means should this come across as criticism because what the hell do I know of anyone, of anyone that does this, but there's a, there's a, a tendency with all this technology to make a perfect recording. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I hear a lot of demos where every single beat is locked in perfectly and it sounds, it sounds cool, but it's almost like, like to me, it, it it's like, a, it's like, it gets closer to like dance music where everything is, you know, on the ones and it's all mm-hmm. really, really locked in and, and it doesn't sound organic anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying that like what we do is, is better by any sense. I'm just like, that's, that's, that's what I'm kind of aiming for when we're, when we're doing this is, is it a, like use the, you, are, you want it to feel, yeah, you want it to feel real. You don't want it to just be yeah. like, like a robot yeah. did it, you know, you don't yeah. need to fucking do anything and you're but just... But we want it to sound awesome, too. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have this, uh, I want a VST uh, effect where I can just dial up the awesome and just, like, mm-hmm. turn that 
all the way up Turn to Austin. All the way up. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, lame to Austin. Just turn. Yeah, so up. one of the things that happened before we uh, took it to be mixed uh, last fall was uh, we'd been so focused on it and and analyzing it and taking it apart that it, it got to the point where I couldn't listen to it anymore. So like, oh, this yeah. is horrible. We can't do this. And I used to remember hearing bands talking about how when an album's finished, they can't, they don't listen to it and blah, blah, blah. And I never understood that because it was always like, what are you talking about? How can you not ever yeah. want something that you worked on? Yeah. But you get it now. I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I hate those songs. I never want to hear them again. Um, it, yeah, well, it's true, right? I mean, I think there's a strong tendency to kind of crawl up your own asshole when you're when you're focused on these things for oh, so yeah. long. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I I think, um, but so so well, we did that. So we were so so that's the theory, right? The 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 theory that we were we were setting out to prove is that the technology's advanced to the point where, you know, some some dude or two dudes or ten dudes or whatever can just sit at home and make something high quality but then the 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 part of it that i don't trust myself to do like like i trust myself to get a to get a pretty good guitar tone mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and and we print all that stuff here and take that to the studio but i don't trust myself to be mm -hmm. able to mix a, a good punchy kick drum right or right. so we did so aaron actually did 99 percent of this work casting around looking for um a place that we thought would kind of understand the material and kind of mm -hmm. get where we're heading for. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't, Aaron, you want to talk about that? Yeah. So eventually uh, we uh, touched on Julius Buddy, who's uh, he's worked on uh, records with uh, Alexis on Fire and Protest nice. the Hero. Uh, no big deal. There no go. big deal. Well, to us, it's not a big deal because because we uh, we used to go see his his band his band back in the day. Yeah. Uh, okay. there's a group of, of us back then, like on the weekends, if we found out his band was playing, we'd go and see them cause they were like the shit, they were the best thing ever. Uh, and I, I got to know some of the guys in the band and, and stuff like that. So I sort of got in the contact and I, it was sort of funny cause I think, um, one of the, one of the, it, the band was called Michelin Slave. Uh, they mm -hmm. put out a CD ages ago. Okay. Um, the, one of the guitar players, uh, was looking for their their songs and and back in the day the bass player uh, moved into my neighborhood uh, so I got to know him fairly well and he used to come in and goes oh we're uh, at Metalworks recording demo you want to hear it do you want to borrow it for a little while uh, yeah but I guess apparently I was the only person who kept copies of some of this stuff because they were sort of like oh so yeah so one of the reasons with with connecting with Julius was he was trying to get I think uh, some copies of the of their old songs and stuff that they didn't have that were released on the CD. Okay. And uh, yeah, and I, their band was sort of unique sounding, sort of like an odd alternative metal thing. I, you know, I, I'm not gonna say similar to what we were doing, but I mean more in that direction. And uh, it, it, at first, Paul was sort of hesitant about going out and sort of working with him because some of his I think we had heard some of his earlier work, uh, mixing and producing, and it was, it was it was good, but it wasn't quite what we were looking for. And then uh, I heard something that he'd been working on recently uh, that was posted, and it sounded great. I was like, you know what, let's just go talk to him and see what happens. And uh, we end up going to the studio, talked to him for a little while, and he'll talk about 
the old days. And uh, then we just sort of went, yeah, let's do this. And uh, yeah. the results sort of speak for themselves, I think. Well, he, he oh, Aaron. Can't. <laughs> uh, he made yeah. us sound good. Well, he did. He did. That's the thing. He 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 saved our shit, uh, our pathetic asses. Um, yeah. So so all of his stuff sounded great, but I think it was that second set of stuff that we heard. Where I was kind of like, okay, all right, he, he he's gonna he's gonna get this kind of style of music. Um, but, but that was, so that's the plan, right? And it kind of worked out. Um, and Julius is amazing. I mean, he's just as an engineer. So he, 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 you know, probably should get like almost a writing credit on some of these things because the stuff that he was able to do in the studio to sort of, to breathe some life in, into some of these things, like he, he, mm-hmm. he, it, it wasn't like he added parts or wrote new parts, but, um, you know, changing the the balance of of how loud stuff was in the mix, um, adding um, certain effects to the vocals. I think he actually he was able to sort of add harmonies here or there or suggest them. Just kind of just kind of brought it all out. Um, and and obviously his background from you know his 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 previous bands and having that mm-hmm. kind of alternative metal stuff. And they were doing stuff in the '90s that was way ahead of his time. Right. I kind of think that's maybe why. They, they weren't as successful as I thought they should be because because you know me and Aaron all our friends they were them. they were too early for what they were trying yeah. to do I, yeah. I think it was hard to classify them which, which yeah. didn't really help them but I mean that's what made them good yeah. uh, well apparently this is this is a story from I think the drummer he said that they played in Florida and they opened they played with Marilyn Manson before uh, Antichrist Superstar came out nice. so and they are convinced that some of the elements from that record are taken from them, <laughs> which I listened to one of the songs that they were they were referring to, and I was like, yeah, I could sort of see that for sure, because the the early Marilyn Manson stuff wasn't quite the same. But then some of that credit could go to Trent Reznor being more involved on the on the Antichrist yeah. Superstar record, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's sort of like a weird world. Sometimes you get some of this information. <laughs> yeah, you totally stole your shit. <laughs> they can't prove it. But... <laughs> yeah, they can't prove it, but they could fucking try. I don't think I would. Yeah. I'd try. I would say that. I'd say, hey, Marilyn Manson totally stole this song from me. Man, did you, did you hear what this copyright case recently where it, it, it hinged on like three notes? What was this? With with who? The Katy oh, Perry I... one or the... Or the, oh, the I gotta look it up. I gotta look it up. It, By it's, all means, I gotta hear this. I it's love this famous shit. because it it set this huge precedent, and there, the, I heard about it because of this YouTuber guy that I, I forget his name right now, but he um, he does music videos all the time. Like he's like mm-hmm. a a really good jazz bass player or something. Okay. So he takes you know he takes music and kind of breaks it down structurally and uh, almost I mathematically. Talk, but he was uh, talking yeah. about. You know what I'm talking about the yeah, yeah. The, the New York University of New York guy, um, but he he shows all the examples of where those exact same three notes are used. Okay, you know all the way since like the 15th century, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what the heck is it? Let me see if I can find it. Three note copyright, but I mean, it's Katy like, Perry. Like, where is it? Was it Katy Perry? Yeah, I think so. Katy Perry sounds <laughs> probably familiar, but I can't. It's not like the Lana Del Rey sounds like Creep, but Creep sounds like a song from the seventies thing because that was yeah. yeah, that's a little more bizarre. 
I'll have to dig it up. Um, I don't have it handy, unfortunately, but um, well, maybe Blurred Lines. <laughs> Blurred Lines, that's the song. Oh, with yeah, what's his uh... Yeah, yeah, I know what that. I know what song you're talking about. I don't like that guy anyway, so that's fine. He probably did fucking. <laughs> he probably fucking did steal it from somebody, the bastard. Oh no! Wait a minute. No, I'm wrong. No, I think it was Katy Perry. Oh, you know what? I'll I'll do it up later. It, but but that's it. Basically, the it hinges on a, like a three note progression that's just repeated or something, right? It's like a very like a three note motif that just repeated a couple of times, and yeah. and it's a jury trial, so the jury's like, oh yeah, sounds God. close enough to me. Bam. And and it's I mean, if you think like at that point, if you know, with that precedent set, is anything safe? No. Like, I mean, um, so on one of these songs, we wanted to use some samples. Um, we wanted to use some um, samples of, and this is going to sound kind of morbid, but in the context of, of the song, I think it kind of makes sense. And we, we would have kind of jazzed it up so that it was more of like a ambient kind of background sound. You probably wouldn't even be able to tell what it is. But okay. if, you, if you look up videos of 9-11 yeah. and you look at, the reactions of people who watch the towers fall. There's this, this amazing thing that, that keeps happening all the way through it. People, people are like a, a more perfect moment of people's worlds cracking in half. You couldn't yeah. possibly look for. That's right. right? And, and they're all, they all just say, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. Like they, 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 they just, all of them, different, different parts of the street, different groups of people, different, parts in time but that's like this common phrase that they keep saying over and over again so so i have this this great i say great like it like i don't mean like wonderful but but um awe-inspiring let's say recording of this guy who it's it's just a guy on the street and the towers begin to fall and then everyone's reactions is so raw and so real and there's there's one guy on this this audio recording who just becomes progressively more hysterical and you and it like it's so dark it's like you can you can hear his world is cracking in half like right. he's probably lived in New York all his life he's looked he's seen these towers they've become a part of his life and they're they're collapsing in, into dust in front of his eyes and so i thought like oh my god can you imagine i want to use that in one of these songs well we can't you can't. I, I, I have no idea how the, how the samples would work, how you would get copyright clearance for that, even to, even to go and find the copyright, like who owns the copyright. You know, I but just have which, it on YouTube. Do you need that for something like that? I, well, I don't know. Possibly. I mean, <clears throat> possibly. That's the thing. So how can you copyright? How the fuck can you copyright someone's reaction? Well, the person who took that recording... Uh -huh. would work for whoever okay yeah well yeah. that's just silly yeah, so with with content id i mean i well, the, the 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 point of the story really isn't that it's no, dangerous it's, right. that yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so rife with doubt right when when someone can get sued over three notes you know like a passing resemblance to another song and if you and if you actually listen to them like that they have nothing to do with you the songs have nothing to do with each other it's just this little passage in it that and it's like a it's like a like a millions of dollars are at stake in this yeah. thing. So, you know, I mean, we, we really decided it, there's, there's 12 notes in a, in, in music, you know, the yeah. right. likelihood yeah. of the pattern being sort of, Oh, that's right. That's right. You know. So someone, someone after this went 
and um, wrote uh, some code because you're right. There's only 12 notes in the Western scale, right? So went and wrote some code to to um, perform and copyright every possible combination of like you know I forget what it is like a like a 30 note sequence or something like that like 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 a four bar sequence or something um and and put it on a usb key <laughs> and just basically <laughs> say there i they're all there. mine now i did it yeah <laughs> yeah it's, I mine. Did it. it's yeah. mine now <laughs> oh, um, yeah but uh you know it, it's that kind of stuff that it i i, I don't know I, I wouldn't even know like if i if i were if if i wanted to use samples for instance in a, in um in an industrial song, I wouldn't even know how to go about doing that these days, or, or a rap song or something. I just wouldn't know how to do it. Um, it's um, it's a maze, and it, and if you kind of look into um, like the way that that copyright works, um, yeah. the way that that uh, particularly when it comes to like streaming services, right? Like yeah. like YouTube, for instance, is is famously. Um, drastic for for having a, an automated algorithm but, right, stuff. Right. And, yeah. and you know what and i've run into fucking issues like that with youtube but i'm like i do i do uh music episodes every saturday where i just pick like whatever 20 submissions i get and i fucking send it over to my my affiliate radio station i hang out with in the uk and they try to play it on youtube yeah. and then like every time i put it on youtube they say copyright yeah it's like, well and they're I indie mean, artists right yeah they're all uh, indie artists it's like bro <laughs> These people sent the shit to me. I didn't fucking, you know, nobody's making a goddamn dime on it. Fuck you. Let me have yeah. this. Yeah, we, we, we learned something with, with the EP because uh, I remember when you guys did the review, there was some confusion over, mm. uh, like, is it four oh, yeah, songs? The, the, three songs? Yeah, there was, there was the. We, was, did, we did four songs. Uh, She's in Parties is actually a cover of a, a Bauhaus song. Okay. And it, we picked a distributor that. For the, the the primary reason we chose a distributor was because they would get the 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 permission for the cover. Yeah. So Feel free to name them. Was it Distro Kid, the Sons of Bitches? I don't like them. Yeah, so, so we did that. Yeah. We did that. Distro Kid, by the way. A month later, I'm going. Just tell why us why you them. <laughs> why isn't Why isn't our EP on iTunes Canada? So I send them like a note. That's and they why go, I hate them. They go, oh, because of, because of the cover. I'm going, but. We paid for a license. <laughs> it should yeah. be on there. What, would you have? Would you have to pay for that license? Uh, I think it's like twelve bucks. Yeah. See, there you go. That's nothing. And and, we, and with the thirty nine cents we made from Spotify so far, we're we're, we're catching up. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. It's almost paying for itself, really, in the end. But... So that's. Yeah. I can buy myself a new toothbrush. Yeah. <laughs> So I started checking like the Amazon music in the different countries, and yeah, some of them have the four song, and some of them have the three song. I'm like, what? But I mean, I mean, I don't know. Can can you? I don't know. I just spent you know 15 minutes talking about how crazy the you know overlapping layers of copyright are in the world. But th this is a case where we actually we're trying to this do the, where you bought the permission for it. And it's still right. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you you would have been better off just sliding that one on there and seeing what happened. <laughs> I I almost. Think that because 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 I, I know somebody in another band he's he's done covers and he he goes and get permission but he doesn't tell them exactly what he's using it for <laughs> so so there's a bit of a gray area there yeah I'm not kind of like YouTube YouTube's that. really a gray area when you think about all the copyright shit they sue people for it's like yeah but you're fucking 
everything you're doing is a gigantic copyright infringement. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. If you, you know, you're, you're watching a, if you're just flipping through YouTube and you see something saying like, Oh, you know, this clip from a Star Trek movie or something, and it's got yeah. an advertisement in front of it. That's like, there you I go. Mean, yeah, that's been monetized. The guy isn't even shy about it. Yeah. You um, don't even care. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I can't fucking put on a little playlist of artists that, work their ass off to send me 20 songs, you fucking dick. Right. And, and that, that is almost certainly... What's like, that? Couldn't they just demonetize it? Like, still run it, but then the copy... Like, whatever goes... I guess maybe it's because it's multiple okay. songs. It's it's a bit more problematic than, like, one no, song loaded up. But... Oh, and that's the thing. Like, I, I don't I don't make <laughs> a... I don't make a fucking red cent doing this shit. You know what I mean? So I don't know what they would care about. I... Well, I, I agree. I agree. Um, it, so I think what happens if, if you're, uh, by the way, like, like what you're doing is considered fair use in any reasonable country in the world. Well, that's what I thought. It, it should be. You're, you're, you're doing music reviews, right? Like yeah, you're I'm doing, doing music criticism. reviews. I'm talking yeah. music. I'm not, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fair I'm use. not downloading this shit off pirate bear than just shit talking it. I yeah, fucking... yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same reason that well well this is the funny thing though right because like fair at least in the u.s and i'm pretty sure in canada too fair use explicitly calls out um exemptions from copyright for that purpose right it's so that like a movie reviewer on tv can show a clip from a movie and it, it's it's funny because it always says you know with kind permission of paramount pictures or whatever they don't they don't think they, they actually need to do that if it's yeah, a work of criticism they're allowed to to it's like quoting someone, right? You're quoting right. music. You're quoting, yeah. But it doesn't matter. YouTube, YouTube doesn't care. YouTube's algorithm will will copyright Flag claim stuff. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you've got like literally a two second clip of music, and their yeah. algorithm just picks it up. And yeah, it's some of it depends on the artist. I mean, having watched uh, the, the YouTube videos from uh, Rick Beato, who does those uh, "What Makes This Song Great" series, and talks about different aspects of the the industry and all that stuff and there's certain artists where he he won't even say the name of the oh. band because he says they're notorious blockers so i can't say the name and then <laughs> he'll he'll even do like recreations of the songs like where you know he's playing them and they still try and, still... and shut it down oh, and, oh is this rick rick Beato? Is that yeah, and he's, yeah and yeah. basically it's a teaching thing you know like 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 it's a bit of a stretch to say it's a teaching thing but it, it but it, it, it is it, I, I would say it falls under fair use with the with the criticism thing because he's talking about it while it's playing and stuff like that mm -hmm. but yeah some artists have uh these you know they, they shut down everything that pops man. up on youtube it's nuts fuck man i got i got so hammered by anchor fm this was where i first started uh doing just music episodes and the same thing, I'd have artists just send me, indie artists, send me their songs, fucking whatever, 20 songs, put them out every week, just just strictly music, you know? Yeah. And I'd put a, a playlist up so people could see who it was and everything like that. And then one day I went on to my um, account to see, I don't know, I was going to go check an episode or share an episode or something, I couldn't log in. I was like, okay, well, that's, that's odd. I must have forgotten the password because I have so many fucking... Online passwords. There. I was like, that's probably fair. Really? Probably fucking, yeah, yeah, right. And so, can you, can, you, can you give us some examples of these online yeah, you passwords? Want, you want some for my bank account? What was the name <laughs> of the first street you lived on? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. So, I go and I do that, and they say, you got to change your password. It's like, perfect. Change the password, try logging again. Then I get an email from them saying, uh, Hi, your podcast has been 
disabled due to copyright infringement. If you want your podcast back, you should probably talk to a lawyer. Whoa. I was like, uh, what the fuck did I do? You know? And I later found out that Spotify bought Anchor. And that's why. Oh, man. Spotify was pissed off at little old me and fucking bumfuck Regina Saskatchewan taking indie artists and putting them on a playlist and not using Spotify. But don't feel bad. They're not not just going after the small guys because Alan Cross's podcast, he has to take out all the music. For the podcast, oh, like, on radio, on radio, it's no problem. But if you oh, podcast. podcast, he has to take out all the music when he posts it because he to avoid all those issues. And, you know, he's he's, he's well known. He's yeah. uh, it seems so self defeating. Like, and and I should be clear. Like, I'm I'm a strong supporter of the idea that if you you use something, you should pay for it. But like. But within the context of if you're making money off it, right? Like if you're talking about What's small, that? independent, you know, or what you're doing, if you're reviewing music, like that's, that's, abs- first of all, it's for the benefit of the person whose music you're, you're, you're reviewing, even, even well, if you, true. if it's a negative review. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But, and second of all, like it's explicit, like, like, you know, I'm not, a, I, I, I'm not like, I, I'm old enough to have gone through the whole DMCA debate and, all that stuff in the in the U.S. and um, how and you know how the DMCA, the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, how it's been abused by various companies over the years that have, um, like Keurig, for instance, your coffee maker will only use like this is literally a thing, right? Like the DMCA was brought in to try to protect against people copying other people's music and selling it. Right. Uh, or movies or whatever, right? Which it's right. been a colossal failure at, by the way. <laughs> like, yeah. absolutely ineffective. And the only thing that actually killed piracy was, oh, surprise, surprise! If you actually make content available to people at a reasonable price, they'll fucking pay for it. They'll fucking pay for it. Yeah. 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 That's what that's what killed piracy is Netflix. That's what killed movie piracy was Netflix <laughs> and the other streaming services. Um, but anyway, so so you know, like the the DMCA, one of the um, the provisions in that law is that it's illegal to to um, circumvent a protection. So there's like uh, the, the 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 best case ever was like there's there's um, combine harvesters for um, for farmers to use, mm-hmm. and they they can't fix their own stuff because it only accepts like specific parts from a specific, specific parts. Yeah. And you can't work around it. Like no one else can come in and bring a generic product to the market because it's that's got to be specifically that brand. Yeah. Name, yeah. And you would have to circumvent the copyright protections in order to do that. So, fucking don't tell me that that's copyright. That's anti-competitive. Yeah. So I'm no huge supporter of this stuff, but at the same time, like you know, people people got to eat, right? Like, you, yeah. like it, I think it's it's fair to to pay people for their for their work for stuff what, well, what if that company failed that you have to go to to replace well, parts that's exactly the well, thing well an alternator is a fucking alternator boys but, like, <laughs> you still have to get it from massey ferguson or whatever like that's bullshit yeah yeah yeah, yeah or like, well, keurig is a perfect example <clears throat> keurig the copy makers their little yeah. containers i don't want to badmouth anybody but like you know this is the no, you can do whatever you gotta do give it to them. Right, Fuck well, them. they're not listening <laughs> you never know. Uh, so, but you know, this is this is a reasonable statement, I think. So, like the Keurig coffee makers, you need to you can only use specific Keurig 
cartridges oh, to go in there. Right. And if someone wanted to come along and produce like a, a generic version of that, it's a lookalike. Well, the problem is that that's how Keurig makes their money. They don't make their money on their coffee makers. They make it on these disposable coffee cartridge things. These the, not the really things. disposable. Yeah, not really disposable. <laughs> well, they're just they're disposable, but it doesn't mean they're <laughs> doesn't yeah. mean they're gonna they're gonna degrade or anything. They just sit in landfill for a hundred million years. But yeah, there you go. Um, that's right. One day after the polar ice caps have melted, we'll be floating around on islands of. but uh but but they use that um they they use like a little barcode that their thing that the coffee maker will read so that it only uses their stuff and it's illegal i mean not just like you know you're gonna get sued you will be charged with a crime (laughs) if you produce some kind of um way around that because it's protected by dmca that's oh my, my understanding. god that's hilarious yeah, yeah. well it, it's 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 an example of how the digital millennium copyright act which was put together in like the late 90s or something and the intention was to protect um you know digital works and i, yeah. and I think like the movie industry and the music industry hoodwinked a lot of sort of i don't know not very technical senators and lawmakers in the u.s to get it done i'm, I'm shocked to hear that yeah, yeah you mean they're not the best people on earth they know everything <laughs> yeah right yeah they're the gospel right those fucking yeah. boys down there yeah. Jesus. yeah um but yeah the the copyright thing is is sort of, like paul and i have talked about this because given given the state of the the music industry mm-hmm. now compared to like 20 years ago we don't really expect to make a lot of money doing yeah. this so yeah. yeah i was sort of hesitant at first with the internet radio stuff because it seemed kind of wild west kind of thing but then i was sort of thinking well you know we got to get the name out there we got we got to sort of people have to hear us and, yeah. and it is an option so it's why not go ahead and, and do it you know i mean like i said i don't think you know, we'll never be at a level where that actually becomes a hindrance or a problem for us, probably. Yeah. Because we're doing this because we like doing it, not because uh, at this point we're thinking, yeah, in five years we're going to be doing a world tour and yeah, no, headlining yeah. Uh, arenas. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it's a it's a good point. I mean, we we kind of consciously set out with this you know i was joking that you know back back in the day i wanted to be rich and famous and you know well i guess we're not going to be rich um so from from my that's that that for me informs decisions about how we you know how do how we treat this material and 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 how we let it be used you know from from my point of view I, i this sounds hokey as hell but i really mean it like as long as you know people hear it if they love it cool if they hate it cool you know i i it, it got to listen i'm happy about that and honestly like if if someone hears it and you know it, it gives them a fucking raging heart on because it sounds great that that is what i'm that's what i'm looking for how's that we're trying to give the world it, raging hard ons yeah yeah you just, you <laughs> yeah there you go you don't have to show it to us but you know yeah i just um, want to hear about it yeah i just want to <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'll be honest, like when, when we were in the studio with Julius and he played, you know, towards the end when some of the stuff was getting 
really polished and he was playing back some of it and it was almost like i was hearing it for the first time for the first time yeah. um and you know you know i'm not shy about this obviously i i think that you know we like what we're doing otherwise we wouldn't have done it that way so hearing it for the first time i got that you know that frisson that that tingly feeling when you hear something that just kind of like touches you in a way and i'm like oh my fucking god like that's amazing so if if that is something that we can give to people you know uh that's cool you know yeah, are we gonna get rich doing it no <laughs> Don't be you're not the only ones yeah yeah right well i mean i mean you know i'm sure you can relate right you don't you don't necessarily do this because you because you're gonna be super rich doing it but it's i'm it's... working on it i want some sponsors from fucking keurig and uh <laughs> also spotify can yeah. give me that joe yeah, tell, rogan tell them you were talking about keurig so they should talk about keurig so you can come away. fucking get it it's fine i'll throw some coffee my way they'll be fine and uh <laughs> whatever else you got fucking tidy cats cat litter i talked about last night that would be nice um awesome oh, what are those we want to plug what else? What do you guys got? What do you guys want sponsors by? Oh. We uh, we like to manifest all sorts of shit here. <laughs> yeah, just think about like uh, 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 I need a new guitar. Bags of money. Sponsored by bags of money dot com. We ship bags of money to your house. When when, when, when we first started the recording, used money. Like, yeah, used money. Like Paul said earlier, like, about how we have like songs sort of like in various states of of of. Hmm. Completion architecture, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, when we when we first started doing it, the joke was sort of like, let's do a concept album. The concept will be to make you famous and me rich. And <laughs> everyone knows concept albums are terrible. So I don't think that's gonna that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> make you famous and me rich. Me rich. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we we're um, uh, we're well into working on the next set of these things now. Nice. Um, <clears throat> So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of liking it. And, um, some of this material is like been, been kicking around in various forms for a long time. So it's going to be fun to sort of, um, see how it evolves over time. Right. Um, Are you going to go with uh, Julius again to finish it up? Yep. For the next yep. one, for sure. Yeah. It, it, After that, if he'll have us. <laughs> or if he's available, cause he's, he's, uh, pretty busy. So it's, well, he's, it's kind of part of the challenge is timing it so that we're yeah. finished when he's got a spot. Yeah. <clears throat> like he's great. Like, like the stuff, like, honestly, the stuff he did for us is fantastic. And he was very, um, he's very collaborative. Like I was saying, right. He, he produced mixes for us and then we'd, we'd give him these like notes and, and I was really impressed by it. He would sit down and he would actually have like a, like a notepad and go, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and write stuff down mm -hmm. and then go back and make adjustments to the mixes. Um, and and he 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 kind of knows he can he he knows how to interpret what us poor dumb fucks are telling him to turn. <laughs> can you hear go here? like an example would be like the ending of cause and consequence, where it kind of fades out into static. Yeah. But I was trying. I, I can't remember how I described it to him, but I was sort of going like, I want it to sound like the world is falling apart and fading away and all this stuff. And he goes, Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I'm going, Okay. And then like he comes back with, I'm going. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, the the reality is though, like he's actually like a real like we're just a couple assholes, you know, doing this because we're doing it, and he's like the real deal, right? So um, I I'd, I'd love to work with him as much as we could, but I we you know the reality is 
business may take over at some point so you know yeah you just sit there watch i can imagine just sitting there watching him do his thing in the studio and just being like you are moving so fucking fast on that console yeah right Um, getting results like if i sit here and think about what i'm trying to just fumble through shit's like oh that took me fucking 10 minutes to how to fucking do one thing and this guy's like here's your song oh what the hell yeah it kind of is always fast sometimes with the stuff that he was doing and then we sit there and Julius was like doing stuff right like live on the fly and I'm like oh. yeah yeah but what he was doing uh well like I picked up some tips from him so one of the things he was doing is is he'd I'd say like oh can you uh can you bring can you make that vocal a little lower just there like like the like it just it's kind of jumping out too much and you go okay and he and he'd he'd record and he'd be riding the faders and he'd be printing the control um, like the the recording, what what he was doing with the faders in like live as he was doing it, and you go, oh, didn't Uh-oh. quite get it right, and go back and do it again, and so like like he was doing with his hands, what I would go in and be drawing curves in 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 um, in uh-huh. a control panel, right? Like because right. and it's not like oh, I can just do that. No, I can't just do that. That's experience. Like he knows yeah. how to do it. Um, okay. So you're right, yeah. Stuff that would take me ages and ages to do, he was just—he wasn't even thinking about it, right? He was just doing it. He was just playing that—that that wonderful, beautiful console that he had, like an instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. it was kind of like when I saw that, that I was like, "Yeah, we made the right decision." Um, yeah, one one of my totally. favorite things was uh, he did a—he did a playback for Oxygen. He he saved it for last, and he did a playback. And he didn't tell us what he did to it. So basically. <laughs> that that vocal effect on the verses, that was his idea. His idea yeah. And it, it comes on and I'm listening to it and I'm sort of thinking, oh, this sounds really cool, but does Paul like it? And I didn't want to look at him or, or anything. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to say anything first. Uh, what, you know, and then afterwards, we we're just sort of looking at each other for like a minute and we didn't want to say anything because we didn't know what each other were you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Julius kind of awkward. patiently you, waiting. You didn't want to make him think he was good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, well, I guess we'll go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he, yeah, that was his idea. So what we um, going going into it, we had a bunch of effects on the vocals. Like that that song is supposed to be very kind of mechanical, kind of quasi kind of industrial sounding, and so the vocals were like highly distorted. Um, but he actually changed it up, and he and he added like an extra sort of like a minor third harmony in there. Um, that I hadn't originally written, um, and it and it, it's, it's it's subtle. It's mixed in there, um, but it just thickens it up and makes it sound that much more kind of urgent and sinister. Um, and the song is about you know anxiety, and so it it's it created that sort of feeling of tension. Um, so yeah, like the first time I heard that, I was just kind of blown away. Um, and when I say like, you know, he, he kind of deserves some creative credit, not just like for the mixing stuff. That's that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like he was able to to bring. It's it's really neat, you know. It, um, it's like uh, it's it's like you you write down a piece of music and you take it to a talented musician, and it's just notes on a page. And a talented musician can take that up and and breathe life into it, right? Right. And so that's. That's what we're paying the man to do, I think, that, sure. that I can't bring, right? I, I can produce a, like an okay mix, I guess. Like you're, like you're not going to go – like I, I can get it to the point where you'll go like, yeah, the snare isn't too loud. Like that, <laughs> that's, that's what I <laughs> – Right on. Yeah. 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 Hooray. The levels are right. 
but yeah. someone like Julius can can breathe this sort of undefinable quality into it that's like life. Um, and so anyway, so I don't, I don't, I don't embarrass the man too much. We're we're kind of blowing he'll sunshine up. His ears, but he'll never hear this. Uh, <laughs> don't insult our host. What are you talking about? Of course he'll hear this. Um, Hey, yeah, that's right. Thanks, Paul. I appreciate that. Right. Everybody has this fucking thing. Go. There you go. That's Thanks. right. You're going to get sued by all these companies. No, but at I least hope you'll so. That would be fucking awesome. <laughs> that would mean I made a difference yeah, somehow. We didn't you know. say anything that wasn't factual. Not just factual. Keurig sucks and fucking. All I got stuff. one on my counter, man. I use one every day. Yeah, I got one too. I just use them before I popped in here. Thanks, yeah. Keurig. You know what I use? I use your fancy little refillable fucking cups. You know what? I, I did that I like for a while. That. I got to admit, like when I first went it, because because I, I, I am. So I have this thing that we're moving into a society that isn't people centered. Um, okay. And, and it kind of manifests itself in all kinds of ways. And and things like like this product are one of them. Right. Like we have we have a, a whole bunch of kind of forces in our society that are kind of intended to channel gobs of money into the pocketbooks of a very few people and and not really enrich the lives of everyone like it's like they're not there for the sake of making life better for everyone they're there to make life better for a couple of people so so abuses of copyright are one of the things that really kind of annoy the crap out of me um so when i bought when i bought that coffee maker i was like yeah i'm gonna I know you. They take a loss when they on the hardware, right? That's that's kind of their model. They take a loss on the hardware and they make it up on the, on the individual coffee things. So I did what you did. I like I, I bought the eighty dollar coffee maker. I'm like ah, now I'm gonna go out and grind my own yeah. coffee. And that'll show them. Yeah, ah, yeah. oh, that'll show. But I did that for like a month until I realized that I just was really shitty at making coffee, and I just <laughs> now I'm a sucker. I'm putting money in their pocket every day going through these things and, and contributing to those giant future floating islands. Once the <laughs> caps melt islands of, of, of depleted. Curing, curing curing cups, yeah. Right? Yeah. You'll be happy to see that shit when everyone's floating away. It's like, Oh, right. thank God it's here. It does yeah. exist. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm hoarding mine. Yeah. Don't, don't come here from your cups. These are mine. You're, this is my you're island just... of floating garbage. Just stocking them up, just waiting. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it that that whole thing is. I don't know. Maybe we should write something about it. But this this idea that um, that uh, there's that there's a, there's very few ways. This gets back to the whole YouTube and the copyright thing that we're talking about, right? When you mm-hmm. you think about, there's like a couple of companies in the world that now effectively have monopolized the means of communication right yes. like like how to get your signal out and and it's it's you, you gotta you gotta sort of take it in um in perspective because you know like a hundred years ago i mean sure you could start your own newspaper in your in your backyard with your own printing press that you bought is anyone going to read it probably not and probably. now you on the I internet know. right well i mean maybe but i mean like 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 literally now um you know, you can start up a YouTube channel and you look at some of these guys, some of the biggest YouTube channels have literally millions of subscribers. So when this guy, you know, farts into a microphone or something and puts it on YouTube, a million yeah. people get notification that, hey, there's a new fart video going on. Hey, that guy farted. Yeah. That guy farted. Yeah. 
Let's for, watch for, these 30 seconds of ads for these car companies to yeah. hear this. <laughs> but, but it, but it, but it, it's, it's, it's amazing because we, we lose sight of this. That's a private company that, that owns that. And if they yeah. decide arbitrarily that like, you know, certain category of videos they don't want around anymore, they're too edgy or something. Um, they'll, they'll, they'll demonetize them or just copy or just, or just ban them or delete them. And that effectively shuts down that. Um, like we've seen that just recently. There's, there's like a, YouTube apparently doesn't like you talking about COVID in any way. Okay. Um, and I think it's because there's so many of these videos going around where people are saying like, oh, it's all a big conspiracy or something like that, that they want to <laughs> shut that stuff down. But, but by doing that, you know, if you're giving genuine science or advice about, about COVID on YouTube, they'll shut that down too. And there's a couple of channels that that's happened to, but oh, wow. you know, you, you have, you have people who have, you know, th their, um, their entire sort of life now is, is focused around producing content for mm -hmm. these, through these channels that are owned by private corporations. Um, you know, Facebook's another example, for instance, right? right? Certainly. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Spotify with the CEO coming out and basically saying artists have to start releasing that's good. Yeah, stuff I was gonna every ask, three months now. I was going to ask what you guys yeah. thought. Have you ever written a song, buddy? Yeah. That guy came in tune a fucking guitar. I'm not saying I can. I'm just saying. He never doesn't even know what a fucking guitar it looks like. We, could, we could probably put out a song every two or three weeks, but I don't think we'd garbage. be that happy with the end results. Yeah. So, oh, but you got to get it out there or else, you know, you don't matter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, if you don't want my point zero 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 nine four of a cent, then that's just more for somebody else. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's 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 even deeper than that. I mean, like um, Facebook um, has been has been. So what what Facebook does is that they're that that it starts off as they they watch what you're doing and then they um, they choose advertising that you're likely to to like mm -hmm. to want to see right so yeah, that's and they that, listen that's they listen on your phone too when you're talking you notice yeah, that yeah i, I don't that's interesting <laughs> they do start talking yeah, stay on your yeah, phone that's right. why i don't have a phone Bags, that's not why you don't have a phone you don't have a phone because you're a luddite i know luddite yeah. he's a luddite um talking to your fucking computer microphone right now just say something you right? like yeah and i yeah. guarantee if you're on facebook okay. or whatever let's you go, try oh, it what's bags it. of money bags of money i bet there'll be something on your facebook when you go scroll through there later about uh cash loans or some shit like yeah. that you'll oh, see okay all right, i swear all right, to god right, no right. i fucking shit you guys not all right the, like a while ago me and my wife were talking about something completely arbitrary like a fucking i'm not like a fucking cheese sandwich okay yeah. Literally a sandwich, yeah. and I go and I start scrolling through Facebook, and there's fucking ads for sandwiches. And it's saying your name too. It didn't say my name, <laughs> but there was ads, and it's like, why are you showing me this? See, see most people when they see that they go, it's like Facebook knows me. No, I say, yeah, you know, stop listening. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm gonna start saying bags of money into bags my fucking of money. phone. Yeah. You know, I want bags of money. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Facebook. <laughs> Free I mean, cars. But you're right. Yeah. Like it, like it's insidious. All the talent in the world. <laughs> yeah, all the yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty sure uh, they can't give you that. 
So I already have it. <laughs> That's right. There you are. You got it already. Um. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. And then the 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 second version of that is the is the the second generation of those algorithms. It actually shapes what you see in order to put you into a category. So. Right. It's this weird feedback loop, right? Like they start out by by watching you and saying like, ah, this guy Googled for, you know, new car. So, of course, you're going to get car ads car constantly. Ads, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it begins it, it begins to shape your what you see um, in, in order to move you into an easily categorizable group, like an, like into one of these these categories that they've got, you know, one of these dimensions that they've got you classified according to. Right. Um, so that is, I don't know, it's, it's insidious in a way. Um, but, uh, at, at the, at the same time, it's, it's complicated. I think, I think there's a tendency when we think about that to think about like what I call like a mustache twirler. There's some, some, you know, guy going, <laughs> you know, and it, and it's way more complicated than that. Right. It's actually this, it's the system that creates that. Right. Um, so when I talk about like this idea that that our world is no longer focused on on people, like things aren't done for the benefit of people, they're done for you know the benefit of corporations. That's kind of what I mean. I mean, it's 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 and it's kind of scary. That's where we're heading. Yeah, uh, yeah, hundred percent. I agree with you, man. That's not that's not the crazy person's opinion. That's I I fucking agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, can't be crazy because you agree with me. That's you right. Know? You're totally normal, just like me. It's fine. Yeah, that's okay. We'll just keep making shitty music, and no one. No well, one will uh, you know, just just <laughs> just go easy on yourselves, guys. <laughs> I think you guys well, are fantastic. Okay. It, we we make a threat to keep bringing out. Make a, that's right. I if you don't <laughs> fuck it, yeah, I will release another EP, and then what are you gonna <laughs> fucking do about it? <laughs> Not pay me for it. You want to get my Spotify streams up? You want to get me fifteen bucks? Come on. I like bags of money, asshole. I wonder. I wonder. Like, out of all of this, like a hundred, like a hundred years from now, when I've been dead for ninety-nine years, I guess, I wonder how much all of this music will have made in terms of actual money. I'll bet it's like fifty bucks, maybe. (laughs) You know what? Yeah. There, there was uh, in the software industry for a long time. There was this joke that 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 if the the one reasonable business plan was just to invent a product that someone like Google would come along and buy, and that's it. Like that's literally the only business plan that you had. Not to like, oh, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna roll it out to a million users, and then we're gonna, you know, make this like differentiator in the market, and people are gonna love our stuff, and then we'll corner the mobile market. None of that shit. Just like build a product that you know Google is interested in, and they'll come and buy up your company for you know hundred million dollars. Then you're set. You're set. You just retire. You're doing the wrong thing. But. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. What was I gonna I say? I want to talk about your Keurig raft. Oh yeah, yeah, my Keurig raft. Get your own. <laughs> Yeah. It's mine. I'll, mine. I'll stab you with my That's plastic right. fork spear, you son of a bitch. You know, I find that the Starbucks Pike Place makes the best raft. There you go. <laughs> the Tim Hortons ones are just, uh, no, they just they're fall just apart. sad. Yeah, they're just sad. They're just really. yeah, yeah, yeah. Two more sponsors <laughs> for you. There you go. Yeah, I don't want to sponsor. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we want to bet. 
I'm the only Canadian who doesn't give a shit about Tim Hortons, I think. I wonder if Facebook is going to be uh, trying to sell me coffee. Yeah, you know what? I guarantee you. Fucking Aaron, when I'm going through my Facebook later, I'm going to take a screenshot of the, yeah. the next Tim Hortons ad that shows up on my shit. <laughs> and then you can show Paul, and I'll be like, see? Fucking yeah. told you, man. They're, They're listening. All yeah. The time. Yeah. Constantly. Nothing, nothing safe. They're well, in my, my stuff's computer. internet radio. I don't understand. Yeah. Well, that's cool. <laughs> that's where you guys should be. That's where you should be, man. Like, I know I've seen you played a few times on Radio TFSC. That's a good one to be on. Those guys have a ton of fucking listeners. Is it good? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They got, like, like Ollie over there does so much for the indie music community. He has... I think he told one time that on, like, a slow day, he had about 400 listeners an hour. Wow. That's, that's fucked crazy. up. And that's, yeah, but, that's like, but, across wherever. When I, when I play his player, it doesn't tell you what artist is on. <laughs> so that's... Mm, but that's the trick. You have to follow his Twitter. <clears throat> yeah. But you never know. I guess that's right. You wouldn't know what artist is playing at that time. And Paul has a tendency when we write songs to not have the title in the chorus. That's so, fine. So oh, we're shooting yeah. ourselves in the foot. Yeah. <laughs> we should, we should do that more. Well, it doesn't matter. Next EP, that won't be a problem for one yeah. of us. <laughs> we were just, just laughing don't even about have this a today. title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were laughing about this. There's a, there's a song on the next EP. Aaron, am I allowed to talk about this? I don't, I don't yeah, know. It's not like it's a big secret. Yeah. So there's a this song is on an the exclusive. Next yeah. yeah, exclusive. Yeah, there you go. Here. Um, uh, called Twist the Knife. And yeah. and uh, that phrase is said about 60 times in the song. <laughs> it's like two minutes long. Yeah, it's like a two-minute song. Um, <laughs> so I was saying to Aaron tonight, like, hey, what if we had that, you know, that phrase twist and it's like these gang vocals right and it's all distorted yeah. and shit you know it's it actually kind of sounds really cool but i was like what if you had that repeating as if as it you know built up towards the end and aaron's like i, I think we say it enough in that song so maybe not but uh yeah i just, uh, I just had this thing because we, we spend so much time writing songs we have we one of the things we always say we, we kitchen sink it we get to a, a section and we just throw on every possible thing that we can think of. And then later on, we're, we, we try and figure out what works and subtract it. And it, it takes a long time to finish the song. So I sort of, my thought process was, can can we write something that's short and fairly straight ahead? <laughs> so that was, <laughs> that'll be on the next EP because it's like, yeah, I don't know. We'll see if people like it, but it, it was a, it was a, it was an experiment. And I think, Sounds sounds pretty good to me. So. I mean, I like it. I like uh, it. And and you wrote it, so you know that means I should probably hate it. But um, <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. We did an experiment actually. So so most of the stuff when we write, it's very, um, it's super collaborative. Um, it really is. But um, a, a lot of the time, like whoever has the germ of the idea, kind of winds up being the captain. Just, just for that song, you know what I mean? Like the, like right. the, the guy who comes in and goes like, "Hey, I got this cool idea. What if we did this?" You know, that it, it, it's not like that That's guy owns all it. you, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's not Run like that. It. Like we both contribute, and you know, we both write different parts and we trade ideas back and forth. What if drums did this? You know, the bass should do this and stuff. But, um, but, but usually that whoever comes up with that idea is the guy who's kind of the steward. You know what I mean? Like, like kind of guiding it through. And Aaron had the idea that he wanted to to try out one where it was pretty much all him, right? So he said, like, I've got, I've got an idea for a song, and I know normally you would jump up and say something like, what if we change this right here? And I went, just 
dom dial that down for a little bit. So I want I want to write the lyrics. Um, I want to write you know the the arrangement and everything, and then we'll just and we'll hear, we'll hear how that turns out. And then if, right. uh, he wrote the lyrics, and then I, I helped him wordcraft a little bit. And then you know, like I think we came up with the melody for the lyrics together. And you know, the drums was collaborative, but but the kernel of the song was all Aaron. Um, and we tried that out, and I think it actually it kind of it worked pretty well. Um, but it is like it's totally totally the opposite of the, all these other songs that are kind of it's like Aaron was saying, right? Like you know, I I never met you know a five part harmony that I didn't love. Um, there you go. But in this case, it's it's like it's just straightforward. It's like, a, you know, punch you in the fucking face and it's two minutes long. <laughs> um, so hopefully, I don't know, maybe people will hate it, but um, it was an experiment. I, I think it, I think it kind of sounds good. Um, and it's it's a bit different for us because the stuff that we usually write is kind of lyrically. I think it's got its head up its own ass a little bit. You know, it's very kind of contemplative. And this isn't. <laughs> it's it's very very straight ahead in your face. Um, so uh, we're just finishing it up right now. Actually, I just finished the vocals on the weekend, so I just um, nice. putting it, putting it together. So I think we're heading in when Aaron September late. End of September we're supposed to go in. Oh my God, I got a lot of work to do. Uh, <laughs> and we're gonna do a Motorhead cover. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, wow. Well, because. Yeah, which, which means we'll have goes. another three-song EP on some. That's platform. right. Again. So, well, we did that, right? We we said we. How do we? Because actually, I really like the way the Bauhaus cover turned out. I was totally bummed that um, that the people weren't able to hear it in Canada, um, and it's on YouTube, right? So anybody can just go to YouTube and and search for Dichroma. Uh, like Dichroma Band, because if you just search for Dichroma, you'll find a bunch of... Yeah, a bunch of shit you don't need to see. Yeah, yeah. Anime video um, games. Anime video games, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but you'll find, um, you'll, you'll find, like, that stuff is on YouTube, um, and the, the Bauhaus cover is on YouTube. Um, and I kind of liked how it turned out, because we had this, like, I, I, or my huge Bauhaus found, and, um, you know, I kind of listened to all that spooky shit all, the, all through the years, and kind of hung out in that, in that subculture for a long time. And for right. me, it was, you know, I just have always wanted to do that. And, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to do like, I wanted to do it in our style and make it kind of, um, kind of, kind of with like, like a throw our kitchen sink at it. Right. Like, you know, how right. many good hard harmonies can we cram into this thing? Hmm. But I, I actually kind of, I kind of really dug the way it turned out. I thought it, I thought it sounded kind of cool, but it kind of bummed me out that like, you know, my Canadian friends weren't, weren't going to hear it. Um, so I don't know. I, I guess that's what's going to happen with this this other cover song that we're doing. But I guess it'll be on YouTube. So it's so like I said, you know, I mean, we I don't really kind of care too much about the money. Um, about well, I'm sorry, I don't care at all about the money. Like I like I I'm obviously not doing this for the money, or we wouldn't be writing the kind of music that we're writing. Right. <laughs> right. Um, because oh, sorry, that's what I was going to say earlier. I forgot that that whole thing about like there's a business plan about. Um, right, making a company that Google will buy. Like, I was joking with Aaron that our whole business plan for the band should just be like make make music that is going to be used in a car commercial. That's it. I don't I don't care yeah. fucking how good it is or how artistically pure it is. I don't give a shit as long as it gets played on a Toyota commercial or something. Fucking, we're set. That's right. Or in a trailer, like in a movie trailer. Um, well, Chad Kroger seems to have that uh, song right. down pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that song. There's actually, there, this is a cool thing. There's, there's a bunch of, um, 
I don't know what you would call them. It's not a band. It's it's like a, I guess a a writing partnership or so. I don't know a bunch bunch of entities that just produce incidental music. That's all they do. Um, there's a, there's a and one of the coolest ones is called X Ray Dog, and all they do is produce really cool sounding dramatic music that most uh, most often shows up in movie trailers before the score is finished. Right, so if you like, the, I remember like the first Lord of the Rings movie came out and had this amazing, um, this amazing uh, music piece in it, this orchestral music piece in it, right? Um, that that immediately made me sit up and notice it. I, I was like a huge Lord of the Rings fan, so we were we were like me and a bunch of online people were kind of following the creation of those movies as they went along. So when that first ad came out, I was blown away. I was like, holy fuck, is that going to be the music? Oh my God, this is going to rule. And it turns out it wasn't. I'm actually not a big not fan. Of it. No, not at all. <laughs> but, but they had used this, this song called Gothic power, which is okay. from X-ray dog. And they just, that's all they do. They just produce short chunks of music that you can license for use in your trailers or your, whatever your short, movies or something that you're producing and you know and so i was joking with you no way you go that's all you gotta do yeah 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 so i was joking like we should just do that what do we do really well we write really complicated kind of dark stuff and we and we have trouble finishing it so let's just chop off all the bits we can't finish call it yeah. done and then put it in a movie trailer done yeah yeah done <laughs> why not why not so yeah. the only way there's going to be money anywhere in the world now is publishing so there you go. Yeah, or, so, or if yeah. you're really lucky, you get a song on the closing credits of a Marvel movie or something. Something but, like that, yeah, if you can. Yeah, that's yeah, like that's winning cool. the lottery, so that's yeah, not, you know, don't don't make that your career path. <laughs> yeah. I think we realized like a long time ago that this was, um, you know, the, the idea of, you know, playing the 50,000 people in a stadium is probably never, ever going to happen. And... You know, I think I wanted that in my youth. I think I think that's kind of kind of where I was hoping that I would wind, one day wind up. Like I wanted to be the burned out, bitter kind of musician in his late fifties. You know, who doesn't really have much of a house because he lives on the road. And you know, there I you I go. found that very romantic. Yeah, it's one of the Just, reasons I think Lemmy was like the living yeah. embodiment of rock and roll. Yeah, he guy. was. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that's what I, but, but I think I, I realized, you know, that's, that's not in the cards, but fuck it, you know, like we're, we're in a position now where, um, you know, we both have like full-time jobs and, and can go and, and, you know, if, if we need to, to pay for studio time, for instance, that's something we can do. And so what the fuck, just, just let's just do it. Just have fun with it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, like I enjoy the creative process. There's people who have hobbies where they paint. Well, why not do it for music? Yeah, oh. yeah. Well, you you paint with sound. Have big, <laughs> you paint big with dreams sound. for but, creativity. That's true. So, I, I mean, think I people you. people lose that. Sorry to cut you off there, but they no, no, they just uh, they lose that when they start making music. You know, they they'll sit there and think, well. If I'm not making that fucking Nickelback money, then what the fuck is the point? It's like, well, did yeah, you yeah. set out to do that? Like, did you actually sit down and think when, you know, when you picked up a guitar and thought, all right, all I got to do is this and I'm going to be fucking rich. That's it. You know, it's yeah. it's never going to happen. And I think, I think too, a lot of times with, um, with some guys, if, if they do make it, like I've talked to a lot of guys here that were, you know, they were on the cusp, they were looking at, you know, million dollar 
recording yep. deals, right? And that was they pulled the you know the the rug was swept out from underneath them because whatever happened, the label folded or you know labels were starting to tank, and you know the the yeah. big dream for making money yeah. doing music isn't there anymore. Yeah, and it yeah. hasn't been since the nineties. You know. Yeah, I, I yeah I think you're right. Like it's a you, it's pretty rare. Um, for, for like when we were growing up, that was the plan, right? You Mm. wrote a bunch of good shit and then you played around town and people noticed you and sooner or later an A&R rep showed up at one of your shows. Yeah. You're set. That's it. Yeah. You're the shit, man. You're coming with me. You got to play it right now. Here's some, here's some hookers and cocaine. That that doesn't happen either. No, that doesn't happen. Uh, Back back when we were in a band that was was playing, I think one of the, the it wasn't really advice, but one of the best things that we were told was uh, there was a guy who was managing one of the bands that we play with, and I, I remember him saying to us, and he wasn't necessarily meaning that specifically that he thinks this about us, but he was saying it doesn't matter if you're the best band in Toronto. Your your competition are the you know the the bands that are selling out stadiums and stuff. That's what you have to aspire to if you want to sort of make it. And it's sort of like, well, yeah, I guess you got to sort of think big if you kind of want to go in yeah. that direction. But there's also that sort of rabbit hole where you, you you question stuff more or you make decisions that maybe you wouldn't have made artistically because you're sort of thinking well if we do this it might give us more of an opportunity eh, you know yeah I, it, nah just just do what you want but I'm, I'm with you man like when you say like why'd you pick up the guitar i i gotta tell you like of of all of the things that i've done in my life and i have like you know fuck, i have a million hobbies like i you know i just I, I i have a restless mind so i'm just constantly doing something Right. Of all the shit that I've fucked around with in my life, there's nothing quite like the feeling when a piece of music just begins to gel. And it's like, I don't know, man, it's like sex. It's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's like transcendental. Like, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bullshitting it. It, 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 it feels that way when, mm-hmm. like, I'll give you an example. Like the first time, the first time, like the, the, I really like, the harmonies on the end of oxygen that the, the last kind of repeating phrase and there's sort of a subtle harmony in there. And, um, I didn't write it. I just kind of like sang it. And, and so it just kind of came out. And then the, the first time I ever heard that played back in the studio with like a real, uh, you know, a real mix with everything playing and those harmonies were locked in and they were just perfectly mixed to sit in the mix, just real nice. And it, it was, like being set on fire like mm-hmm. that it it is the most fulfilling satisfying transformative experience that i've ever felt with you know with all the stuff i've ever done in my life and for me i know it sounds hokey but that's 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 what makes it worth it you know not i mean i'm not going to say no if someone backs up a dump truck full of money to, to my house right but <laughs> but it's not for that and it can't be for that because, you know, for 99.9% of the people that are doing it, it's never going to be about that. It's never been about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah. and, and that's not why we is... started out, right? Like, I started that's out right. because, you know, I heard a fucking cool tune, and I was like, oh, I want to pick up my guitar and play that. Oh, and then you came yeah. over to jam with 
me and Jay, the drummer, with your little five-inch speaker. You're ruining my story. Yeah, I know. Like, we're so humiliated that it woodshedded for like a year and a half before you... Yeah, that's true. The first time I met Aaron, I came over and played with him, and... Uh, we were and nice. I sucked. Yeah, you know, I got the passive-aggressive. They all turned up their amps so that no one could hear me, and then they... <laughs> <laughs> and I was sad, so I just, I just, uh, I just practiced guitar for a year and a half until I was, until I was good. I was like, "I'll show those assholes." That'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but honestly, like that's really that's it. You know, that's really what it's about. And if, like, the ultimate thing for me, if someone says to me, "Hey, you know that you hear a piece of music and you get tingles. You know, you get chills down your spine." Yeah. You know, if someone were to ever tell me that something that we did gave them that, that would be like that. That's it. Like we've given. Oh, well, that that's a song called "This Empty Earth" for me. So there you go. Really? Oh, there you go. See, now I'm all shy. Oh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah. but really, that I mean, it sounds hokey, but I, I really, I really believe that. Like I I I think we do it for us. Mm-hmm. And and at the same time, if if you know that's all we ask for, because we're not. It's not about the money. We're never going to make the money, and it can't be about the money. But for me, that that payback is hearing that people kind of liked it and, and digged it, and it, it touched them sure. in some way, moved them in some way, right? So yeah, yeah. There's, there's sort of an irony with the way, like, with the sort of the collapse of the music industry, and then now with the online and the home recording and stuff that. Now more people have an opportunity to get their music out there, but there's a lot more noise. But the uh, yeah. the other irony is is that everybody's probably making about as much money as they would have made if they were signed to a major label. In the because <laughs> <laughs> unless you're getting a gold record, you're not making any. Yeah, money. you're not making shit. Yeah, exactly. So it it's I I think it's kind of interesting from from that perspective that 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 more people can hear you now. So yeah. from from a creative standpoint, I mean, if 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 you if you like what you're doing and you and you're hoping that people can access it and hear it, it it's it's there. Um, but yeah, you got to be. You get, it's there's a lot of stuff out there. Like I don't know how. Like like some of the some of the people on Twitter there that that do like the uh, like the, the the playlists, like the genuine uh, ones that are doing like yeah. playlists. Like you know, like they're not like the company's trying to you know. Pay us, and we'll put you on a playlist, kind of stuff. I yeah, like, those. I don't, those know, I don't know how they deal with that. Like, they must get like three hundred things a week. How do they? I would yeah. hate music after a while. I think about all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, man. I I actually recently just got a job with a with a record label, trying to do just that, trying to fucking, you know, promote the label and get get playlists and get artists on internet radio and things like that. You know? Yeah. 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 There's a huge demand for it, but you know, at the end of the day, it's like we're all just kind of pissing in the wind, really. It's not yeah. a little bit. Well, I mean, I mean, if I'm if I'm sitting there and I, you know, the, you get you get spreadsheets full of ten thousand fucking radio stations, email shit too. It's like, yeah, but I, I want to do something different. I want people to come to me <laughs> and say, so "What do you got?" Yeah, you got ten thousand. Wow, I have like three hundred. Well, just... I, it's a, yeah, you know, <laughs> probably it's probably three hundred, but I'm just yeah, it's. It's just a lot, and it's like fuck. I, there's so I many can emails. only imagine how difficult doing that process would have been if uh, we hadn't been in lockdown. Because mm-hmm. 
I didn't have the commute anymore. So, you know, I had, you know, 40 minutes extra a day to actually do that kind of thing. So, you know, yeah. it's, there's a, some blessings with, with, in a way with, with what, what's going on. But like I said, it was the timing of the actual release was terrible. Cause it's like, yeah, everything just went into lockdown. No one's going to yeah, do it. Yeah. You, you and everybody <laughs> else that was like, like we, we used to have, uh, we used to have Richie Richie Cavalier on here, Max Max Cavalier's stepson, and uh, he was on here for months with us. Every like every Wednesday night, he'd come on and talk to us, and he like he talked about how when the when the pandemic started, they were in uh, fuck Mexico mm. playing some big ass festival, and then he's like, and we were like the last band to leave, basically. Like a lot, you could just see all the bands were like, you know. People are dropping off the bill, saying like, "Oh fuck, we better get home before the, you know, before yeah, we can't get back so, anymore." Yeah. So. I remember that feeling, man. I remember um, when the when the penny dropped for a lot of people. I think in, in Ontario, it was when they closed the schools, and I think yeah. people were just like, "I remember." I was on the phone with a friend, and she was like, "I thought it was the hockey." Not that I care, but <laughs> well, I did say that. I was joking. I was, I was, I was kind of making predictions at some point. I was like, you know, when it's really going to hit home for people is when major sports shuts down. And I, and I, th- I think you're right, Aaron, but, but I think it was also like, because, okay, let's, let's, let's face it for, for most parents. Well, let's say for a significant portion of parents, sc- school is combination. Let's get my kids educated and just take them off my hands for eight hours a day, mm-hmm. you know, like babysitting. Um, so I, I think that was when it really nailed it for people. They're like, Whoa, Oh, this thing is for real. Because now I have to have my kids at home. Like, I have to take care of them. What am I going to do about my job? Like, how am I going to deal with this? Um, and there was this weird atmosphere. Um, it was a bit like, I don't know, like 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 some city on the edge of a war zone and you hear about the tanks rolling in. It was like, yeah. it was weird. You could, you could sense it. And I remember the next day I went shopping, just like, I oh, fuck, I better go get pick up some chicken or something. And that was the <laughs> first day that I saw that there were empty shells and lineups you know my that kind of at that moment where you're kind of like oh fuck so yes and no because i like i said i kind of had expecting mm-hmm. like i've been i've been following the story of what what was going on in wuhan in january i think or yeah us um, too yeah for sure yeah yeah and i was kind of like mm, this thing might get kind of big so i mean Pretty who knows fast, like like yeah. there's yeah like i mean there's been multiple multiple times over the last like 10 or 15 years where this could have been a big thing. You know, we had SARS in Toronto. I mean, that, right. that was a big thing, but we managed to contain it. Right. Um, and of course you get all the people saying like, see, it was nothing like, no dude, it was really, really something. Dude. Just, yeah. And that's, yeah. and that's what this is too. This is really something too, you know, but when people, when people hear the word pandemic, they think, Oh, well, that's, it's going to just fucking kill everybody. And this and I was like, oh, doesn't, that's not what pandemic means. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be a, the, the death toll has been crazy, but yeah. that doesn't, that's not like the criteria for calling something a pandemic. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And we know that it doesn't matter. I mean, like the more deadly a disease is, the, the less deadly it is sort of like yeah. Ebola is crazy deadly, but it doesn't spread because it fucking kills anyone it touches. Right? Yeah, like it, it, it kills the host, a virus, virus. There's still a, a survival rate to it though, which that surprised which me. boggles my mind. Yeah. That people can fucking survive Ebola. They have treatments for Ebola. You got blood they pouring out every treatments. orifice and, yeah, and you're good, bro. See you what? next week. It's good. So it's possible you could get like a mild, a mild case of it, I guess. <laughs> 
right? Like um, a coronavirus is like that. Like if you if you if you I don't know fucking swallow a big old blob of pork from somebody that's that's full yeah. of virus, it's a lot different than if you if you just have like a tiny droplet. Um, exactly. Yeah, but but yeah. So so when that you know I'd kind of been I've been thinking that maybe something might happen, and so I have this this thing like. Am I going to freak out and, you know, fucking be Howard Hughes and lock myself in my apartment <laughs> and walk around and fucking piss into jars and with, you know, my feet in Kleenex boxes? <laughs> this oh. is going to go one of two ways. <laughs> yeah, one of two ways. Uh, either everything's going to be fine or I'm going to be floating on an island of K-cups. Um, but uh, so enough. I just wound up like quietly in like January and February, just like buying some canned food. And, you know, I bought like a big thing of rice and shit like that because like, we didn't know, right. We didn't know how, how bad things were going to get and, and whether or not there might be, well, there might be crazy shit like, like a run on toilet paper, for instance, yeah. right. Or, uh, people buying up all the food in these supermarkets, which is exactly what wound up happening. Yeah. Um, so, so I was kind of a little bit prepared for it already. Um, uh, now I have like fucking 50 pounds of rice I need to eat because, yeah. But um, don't worry. It's all thing. you eat. Yeah, well, I like I rice. I love rice. Right? It's the it's bachelor so food. It's right I just there. cook up a bunch of chicken, toss it in with my rice cooker <laughs> with some vegetables. Bam. You're set. Yeah. You got I leftovers, guess I, it's perfect. Right? I have like one plate. It's my eaten plate. And I just uh, <laughs> one, so that's my, yeah. one don't plate. touch that. That's plate. my eating plate. Yeah. That's right. Don't touch that. That's my eating bowl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and that's it. But um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, interesting times, right? But um, we're, what are we talking about? We're talking about well, like an hour ago. We we're talking about how the EP fit in with 2020, and right. <laughs> Right. Well, that, you know, this we is just this is way. just how it goes. You know. Yeah. That's, that's why I, this is fun. I love well, I love to fun. see where it ends up. It it is funny. Aaron was joking that um, a couple months ago that we should just pretend that we were that we meant it to be this way. But it, but like the EP, all the the songs on that. It's not the cover, obviously, which is I don't know what the fuck is about. But um, the, the the three songs are about themes that figure very largely in 2020 you know social isolation uh anxiety and the the sudden realization that the world is not as predictable as you thought it was and aaron was like yeah we should just say that we we meant it like that totally didn't like that. <laughs> that's right you got to capitalize fellas yeah, that's right. yeah. i think we finished it's recording that like in november or something of last year but um yeah it's uh that's it's crazy. You got to wonder what's what's going to happen in the rest of 2020. Uh, aliens. Aliens is probably it. Yeah. 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 Aaron was joking the... that the, the poles are going to flip. Yeah. Just 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 fucking Imagine. giant. Just end it. Just a giant meteor. You know, you see those NASA alerts or not alerts or whatever. It's like, oh, there's a fucking asteroid this big flying pretty close. It's like, come on, you son yeah. of a bitch. Yeah, my favorite thing about yeah, come on, <laughs> just turn a little to the left. My favorite thing about that is that those alerts they're they're usually they're usually exactly like you just said, except they're in the past. It's not like hey, there's a giant <laughs> meteor that's about to come. It's like oh fuck, we just noticed that a giant meteor last whipped week. by the earth. Yeah, yeah like last last week. Last November we caught <laughs> yeah. this meteor, and actually, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was the size of a fucking Buick, and it was going half the speed of light. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. it's probably not going to be a planet killer, but uh, yeah. Wisconsin's going to get fucked yeah. up. Yeah, Wisconsin's going to have a bad fucking day. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, get me Morgan well, Freeman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because you know when I was thinking, I used to, I used to talk to a friend of mine, and we we'd be talking about like, uh, is it possible that bad shit can happen in our lifetime? Right, and this is this is a kind of favorite topic of mine because there's this. I'll never forget. I was on an airplane with a with a ex girlfriend of mine, and uh, the engine started up, and it went. <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" And we were we were sitting on a on a seat right over the wing, so I could hear this thing. And as the engine was was running, it was going like, <laughs> like it didn't sound right. And I said to her, "I was like, should we? Let, I don't. Know, should we say something?" And she said, "Nah, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I'm I'm sure." You know, the stewardess would have heard that and she would have said something if it wasn't normal, right? And I'm thinking, you know... I've watched okay. enough May Day to know that that's... A- yeah, right. <laughs> I've watched, yeah. watched enough yeah. May Day to know. Yeah, I've watched enough May Day to know that's, that's exactly... But I wonder, like, thing, I, I wonder if literally in every fatal plane crash ever, there wasn't somebody that said, should we say something? Oh, no, I'm sure it's normal. What the fuck was that? Shut up, don't bug him. He's got yeah, 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 right. Um... But so so we were we were talking about all the bad things that could happen, and I was like ticking off my list of improbable improbable things that are certain to happen, right? Like it's improbable in the sense that it that it may not happen in your lifetime, but it's one hundred percent certain that it's going to happen in somebody's lifetime. That's right. Yeah. So pandemic was one of them. Like giant meteor strike. That's. It's gonna happen. I mean, it's fucking gonna uh, happen eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just whether or not it's gonna happen in our lifetime is the is the question. Um. It it it's happened over and over again. You know, things like the the magnetic poles of the Earth swapping. We know that happens all the time. Mega volcanoes happens all the time. Um. Coronal mass ejection. The sun just decides fuck it and just throws off its you know huge. Um, charged particles and you know it can like it'll fry all our electronics and like like that kind of shit it's like it sounds like it's the end of the world but it is guaranteed to happen it's just whether or not it's going to happen you know while you and i are still kicking around who knows yeah but keith richards will experience it (laughs) he'll tell us all about it later (laughs) he'll be writing songs about it on his raft of k-cups He'll call it holy fuck. Did What's you the see world that? gonna do when he when he goes? I mean, I, I won't live I, to see it. But think about that. <laughs> I, I, What's because... Keith Richards gonna do when the world goes? Is the yeah right? Yeah. <laughs> I do think about that. Like when a celebrity dies, half the time I'm like, who? Like what? Because I guess I'm just not dialed into popular culture. But then I then I and I'm always like, ah, oh, who cares? You know. And I try to be respectful to my friends that are like deep mourning because. Because someone they like when Prince died or something, right? Like people were like seriously upset about that, and I was kind of like, "Well, you didn't know the guy." But I try to put myself in their place, and I try to imagine who who is likely to go in the next ten or fifteen years that I'm going to be like, "Oh fuck!" And like, there's a few people. I don't. Maybe I shouldn't say any names out loud. You know, I'm fucking. I'll make it happen or something. But <laughs> it it's weird that that you know I, I thought about it, and I can probably name a couple of people that I that I grew up with and I don't know them personally. Like they're just rock stars or whatever, but when they go, it's going to be like, Oh yeah, that's like a part of my, part of my youth is gone forever now, you know? Um, so yeah, Keith Richards, probably not. He's going to outlive us all. I think so. 
I think that. so too. It's pickled. That's what Greta Thunberg is doing. She's trying to make the world a better place for Keith true. Richards. That's right. That's what it's what? always been about from the start. <laughs> we got to think about the world we're leaving for Keith Richards, guys. It's not <laughs> That's perfect. He's gonna live. He's gonna outlive our own children and That's our right. children's children. So let's just really think about this. Yeah. He's going to live <laughs> several mass extinction events. That's right. Just fucking everything will just it. die off. Everything will be dead. It'll be like the the Earth will be like fucking will die off down to the microbial level. And, and Keith Richards. He'll <laughs> oh. be letting the smoke off the fucking that's volcanic right. flow that comes. That's by. right. That's right. <laughs> Sun expands to a red dwarf in four billion years, yeah, and yeah. somehow he's still alive, floating in space somewhere. Slightly adjusts his sunglasses. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. That's hilarious. Well, boys, I've kept you here a lot longer than I intended to. I really enjoyed myself. I want to give you the last. Oh, five minutes or so here to tell people where we can uh, support you, oh, where we can find your music, where we can get in touch with you guys, because we need some more. This this empty earth will be the song that uh, Keith Richards is singing when he watches it all. Fly all right. Away. Yeah. Because it will be empty by then. Yeah. That's right, buddy. So I don't fucking know any of that stuff, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, Three Song EP is available on Bandcamp. Uh iTunes, Amazon Music, and various territories, uh, most streaming platforms. We do have a web page, but uh, it's not really doing music distribution at this point, but uh, that should be coming along in the way. And EP number two should be, well, knowing us, it should be out before the end of the year, but I'm hoping you know, late fall. Barring, <laughs> you know, uh, global catastrophes. Yeah. Uh, and if you just want to, if you just want to check it out, um, it's on YouTube too, right, Aaron? You just yep. uh, search for Dichroma Band probably is the best way to find it. We're on, uh, we're on Twitter. Well, I'm on Twitter at Dichroma2. And we do have a Facebook page, although I'm sure the millennials all think that's square and don't go there. So. Yeah. Did you say square? Yeah, that's yeah. definitely what they're calling it. There you it. go. That's what they're saying. That guy's <laughs> nice a fucking going. square. Whatever, he Boomer. Square. He's square. Boomer. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and, you know, and shout out and thanks to all the uh, the uh, support we're getting on the Twitter community there with the various stations and stuff. Yeah. I know me and Paul were sort of joking earlier uh, that uh, Saturday New Music Program put Cause and Consequence on, and, and our first thought was, why did they pick that one? That's the worst, <laughs> That's the worst song. <laughs> but I love that song. But all the stations are playing it. So, I, like, what do we know? <laughs> That's right. Next to nothing, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. fools! You're playing the wrong song. No, only kidding. Yeah. I mean, we, we like the song. We wouldn't have put it out. But, but yeah. Yeah. It was initially it was like, why that one? <laughs> Play the Bajas cover. Shut the fuck up. Right. Yeah. We, we just think it's like probably like the least accessible, but you now people seem to dig it. So, like I said, like that's not for me to judge. You know, like if uh, if that gives someone a tingle, fuck it. Great. Good. Yeah. Great. Exactly. Well, thank you, sir, so much. It's been a lot of fun. Great to talk to you. Yeah, for sure. Likewise, fellas. I had a good time. You have to uh, come back and get this EP wrapped up. We'll do it again. Absolutely. Uh-oh, cool. well, I have something to talk about. 
Oh, I yeah. don't know. If that, I don't know if we'll be able to. Don't worry. I'm sure there'll be another global catastrophe by then. And we'll have the 15th wave by then. It'll right. be yeah, fine. Right. <laughs> oh, he knows us well already, Paul. Yeah. It'll be us, us three, and Keith Richards. Keith Richards will be listening. Chilling. In. Yeah, you're gonna be full on Howard Hughes at that point. <laughs> Got my K cups. I'm fucking heading west. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I'm ready. Just a, a fucking piss rig and a fork spear ready to go. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> okay, Make a movie out of it. You can do the soundtrack. See, that's right. Hey, that's what I do. I should start a movie studio, and then I can do my own soundtracks for it. And that's that'll my dream will come true. You can co-star with Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you later, man. That's awesome. Yeah, Thank you, sir. Thanks, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Take care, boys. I appreciate it. You too. Thanks, man. Bye, bye.